This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Kuei. And I'm Harianto Diman. Welcome to The Straits Times, the big story podcast where we analyse key issues with our journalists and guest experts. For the 15th straight day, Singapore reported zero new COVID-19 cases in the community and workers' dormitories. This is the longest stretched without a community case since the first case was reported here back on January 23rd. But there were seven imported cases today. The health ministry said all of them were placed on stay-home notices when they arrived here. More details will be released tonight. Infectious diseases specialist Dr. Leong Ho Nam is here to talk about our present COVID-19 situation. Dr. Leong is from the Rofi Clinic at Mount Elizabeth Novena. Doctor, yesterday Singapore completed one incubation cycle, now no local transmissions for 14th straight day. How significant is this milestone? Is it merely psychological or symbolic? It is both, actually. I think hitting 14 days is fabulous. If you think about it, in April we had that insurmountable numbers with uh, COVID-19 hitting the foreign workers up to 1,000. And the fact and the idea and the dream of actually getting zero cases, it seems impossible and finally here. 14 days is very important. I just remind the viewers here, incubation period is up to 14 days. If you have 14 days, no infection, one significant milestone. Mm. But most people actually like more than one milestone. We like to have two incubation periods as the real milestone. Two incubation periods because the first cup 14 days is for the disease to show up and then for the next 14 days is for the disease to transmit and pass on to other people. If we are out of it for two cycles, 28 days, this will be a great achievement for Singapore. So is that the next milestone we should be looking towards or is there a closer goal that is going to come sooner than, let's say, another 14 days? I think that is a psychological milestone for us. But the real catch, the real goal at the end of the rainbow is to show the rest of the world that Singapore is able to control COVID-19. We have no active communal transmissions. Why? Then we would actually have travel engagements or bubbles between Singapore and the other countries. And let's be honest, the other countries need Singaporeans and business travelers to go there. And so we do, so we do as well of the other countries to us in Singapore. So we are eyeing countries like New Zealand, which has done very well, Brunei, Taiwan, China, and even Australia. We have opened our gates to them in that they can come in without having to do a quarantine. We are hoping that this will be reciprocated and we have some form of good travel arrangements between. Remember, Singapore depends on all these people traveling in and out, as well as the business and the trade. This will help Singapore in the long term. Now, going into the second incubation cycle, Doctor, what's your risk assessment? Would the risk of community cases uh, flaring up be significantly less compared to the first cycle? I think the risk will be overall lower. We're going to talk about transmissions coming in from foreign countries to Singapore. And Singapore honestly has a very good robust system now where we screen the people entering Singapore and that we have been very successful in controlling infections at the stay-home notice areas. If we are not careful, cases may slip through. 
But we have a second line of defense. That second line of defense is you and me, wearing our surgical masks and keeping our social distancing. We keep the physical distancing, the virus can't fly over and join us. And yet after that, we have a third layer, which is contact tracing. And yet after that, we have the fourth layer, which is the Trace Together app. No longer are we going to rely on to yesteryear's method back in February and March. We're going to use technology to try to activate people better together. Remember, the Trace Together app or the token will be able to remember who came in Bluetooth engagement with the other. With that, it becomes another layer of defense. So if we do get one breakthrough, the second layer will hold it, the third layer will come into play, and the fourth layer, the Trace Together app, will contain the whole virus and will have it controlled in a snap of a finger. So with these four layers that you mentioned, do you foresee then that Singapore will go into phase three in the second cycle, or do you think it's more likely to happen when we've managed to clear the second cycle uh, successfully? I think we should be able to go into phase three. If I'm an optimist, as usual, I will say that we are ready to enter into phase three. I will want to remind all the viewers here. Number one, as we open up, many other countries open up and new cases come in. New cases may still come in, but we have the safety nets to prevent a catastrophic uh, collapse of the whole situation again. Life must go on and life must take on a new direction, a new normal, where the virus comes into play in a certain normalcy. Yet we can go on to our business and yet we can go on to lives. We can, one, choose not to do anything at all, don't have any links to the whole world and we'll be safe from the virus, but the whole Singapore will die. The economy will collapse. The next is actually do it smart, do it wise, use AI to help you so that we can actually have interactions with other countries safely, go on to some normalcy, go on to economic production and yet not get significantly infected. Singapore, you can do it. Right. Uh, doctor, let's focus on something else that was revealed yesterday. Now, the Health Ministry uh, said yesterday that there are also no active clusters here anymore for the first time since February 3rd, which was a few days before Singapore went into Doscon Orange. Now, with zero community cases and no more clusters, where do you see potential pitfalls that could trigger a resurgence in our local cases? Great question. It will only true people coming in from outside Singapore into Singapore. This could be the locals that are returning or other workers who are coming into Singapore or even travellers. So these will be the greatest risk to us and our greatest risk will be inability to screen them or they present very atypically at the 14th day mark of presentation uh, of coming into Singapore. So these are our greatest risks. If we can control very clearly the people who come in through to Singapore, then we have really no risk of getting another COVID-19, no risk of getting another active cluster in Singapore. Right. Well, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Dr. Leong, we've been speaking to Dr. Leong Honam, an infectious diseases specialist from the Rofi Clinic. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. 
You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at the Straits Times, the Business Times, and Money FM eighty nine point three.